Welcome to the... Well, I can do that later. What am I talking about? No, it just helps me get into it, though, sometimes. I'm yeah, do like, it. Go for it, man. Welcome to the Worship Leader Hangout Podcast. I have John from the livestreammixedco.com. We're just going to talk about what they do, who he is, first of all, and what they do and what they can provide for the church and, I mean, anybody really. But uh, let's get right into it, man. What's up, John? How yeah. are you? I'm good, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. It's good good to have you. From our previous conversation and stuff, I'm just I'm stoked about this because what you provide can really help the local church. Uh, on mm. any level, from what I can tell. But I'm just here to learn what you do and what you offer as a service. And then also, yeah. I don't know if you have any kind of teaching platform at all, but you know, maybe we can uh, talk about some things that people can do right away to take yeah. away from this podcast to make their mix better uh, for their yeah. live stream, for their front of house, whatever it may be. So yeah, man, let's get right into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, a little bit about me. Um, I am a mix engineer and I work mostly on released music um, that, that churches are putting together and artists are putting together. I work with people from Nashville and Los Angeles primarily, um, and then churches kind of scattered all over the country. And been doing that for many years now. And over the course of mixing, um, got to know a lot of people in the church, in the church world. And you know, every now and then people would ask me, hey, could you, you know, mix this uh, Christmas service that we did? Uh, you know, maybe we were working on their live record, but they had this other little thing that they wanted to get done too, and they wanted mm-hmm. us to mix it. And so started doing that and, and kind of realized, man, like there's a, there's a big need, um, especially as the world becomes more online centric and live streaming and YouTube and even content on TikTok and Instagram is becoming very, very powerful and a good tool for the church to use. And so churches would ask us to, you know, uh, let's say mix like a Christmas Eve or an Easter, and then they'd take that and they'd chop it up and they'd use it for a church online live stream. Then they'd also repurpose it for TikTok content of worship moments that happened during that time. Then they'd take the sermon and they'd use it as a podcast. And it just became like this content resource. And so um, back in September of 2022, um, we started a new project called the Livestream Mix Co. that was just focused on helping churches with mixing um, for online content, whether that's live stream, whether it's for YouTube, TikTok, whatever they're trying to do, but it's for their online presence to give them a great mix and something they can put forward. Um, and so it, it started off really template focused. We were helping churches build templates for their live streams so they could do it all in house. And that's great. And we still do a lot of that, but eventually it also kind of moved into helping churches produce full services, Mm -hmm. um, and helping them produce podcasts and, you know, helping them with video and editing. And of course the mix, the mix is always our focus. Um, and so that's that's kind of what we're doing now, and it's really just a service-based project. We're just here to to serve churches and help churches. Um, I do a lot of the work. I've got a few other engineers from various churches who help out with the work, and we're also working on some products as well. Not n- nothing's officially announced yet, but mm-hmm. um, some some drum sample packs that are specifically geared for live stream and for the church for people to use in pre-pro 
um, and for their live streams, and then also some stock templates and some plugins that we hope to have available for people to use. Anyway, so there's kind of a, some products yeah, that man. we're thinking about That's too. A lot. Yeah, as That's we great. come across, you know, problems, um, churches come to us with their issues, just trying to find solutions to all of those, you know, and make them accessible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it started out as here's a template, you know, for. Uh, different type of dolls or whatever and then also boards as well like you just kind of yeah send them yeah. a template for that and then yep. and it just became more of like well you know what just let us do it <laughs> and <laughs> yeah yeah like, both, here, put the both. template in but let us just send us the recording and we'll take care of yep. it that's yep, pretty cool exactly. how many churches or like houses of worship or other uh venues do you have using our template right now we probably have i don't know seven, six or seven using a template. And then we have probably five or six more, um, who have us like produce, you know, services or produce worship moments for them, something like that. Um, and then there's a handful of others that we do small miscellaneous jobs. So we're not huge by any means. I would say it's, it's under 20 churches right now that we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I I asked that because if it, if it were a lot, then it's like, okay, well they can handle more. And, but if it's yeah. small, it's like, it also gives you that, like, oh, maybe we can get in there and yeah, yeah, yeah. we can be one of their, you know, one of their churches and, and be like really taken care of. So definitely, I like that. definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and I think the plan ahead. is as more churches come and, and as we start providing this more, you know, I'm always really actively seeking out other engineers mm-hmm. and, and kind of just getting them prepped and letting them know, hey, here's how we're doing it. Here's the formula. You know, do you want to be a part of this? Mm-hmm. And um, building a team is something that I, I love. And so we're in the process of doing that. And um, yeah, the hope is to be able to scale and handle anyone who comes. We want to <laughs> serve all of you, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's cool because it's hard to, for some of the churches, I think my size and down, which we're, we're right up under 200 regularly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're probably a church of over 200, but, you know, regularly here in the building is yeah. right up under that. And it's it's just kind of a little difficult that we have. I think we have four full-time staff, something like that, four or five. I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, some interns and some uh, part-time yep. and then some paid musicians. Uh, but what we, what we don't have is what you guys provide. And maybe we will one day, and I would love to one day. Uh, but I'm doing some of that work, some volunteers and then yeah. some interns are doing a lot of that work right now. Uh, but for a church, our size, it's like, wow, that's, this is like hiring a person Yes. that, but probably not to the scale and the expense that it would be to actually yes. try to get a person here. And if you were to try, I mean, that would be, that'd be a lot of money to have that person it, yes. do all of what you do, what you guys do. And so I'm assuming exactly. it's not. 40,000 a year with benefits right? or more, right. or, well, some less, of course. But anyway, um, yes. just to kind of give that's, some hope. That's a huge to, heart behind it is yeah. to try and provide uh, what smaller churches probably can't afford and, and shouldn't afford. It would be, it would be silly, you know, mm-hmm. but we can offer it to you in a very specific way. Um, we can handle the sound, the content. We can help you get there and, you know, set up a retainer. Whatever yeah. we can do, but let's we'll get it way, way, way cheaper than you having to hire, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, whoever sure. to do that. Absolutely, know? yeah. That's one thing I, I am putting that together right now, and 
as as like a proposal sort of thing, like uh, a couple of different hires in in this sort of area, like a front of house yeah. engineer um, that also does this through the week. Um, but yep. it's it's going to take some money to to be able to do right. that. So yeah, I, I say this to encourage church, the smaller church. Like, of course, you want to get the word out there and get your message out there, um, which is hopefully the gospel. And we want yeah. to continue to spread the gospel, and this is a great way to do that. But professionally, so that way it's actually listened to and watched, right. because right. that's a that's a big deal. Like a video is is only as good as its audio, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. the audio is yep. such a big deal. I can't tell you how many times I've turned on a stream, and you you can hear okay, they have good vocals, their band is good, but it sounds like trash. Like the overall right. sound, and it's I think it's important for or it sounds like you know somebody's and I've seen this actually at a church where they asked me to come in. Somebody's holding an iPad and filming, you know, and you yeah. watch the you go back to Facebook. Of course, it's on mm-hmm. Facebook, and and it's you know it looks like they're doing this the whole time, right? right and it sounds yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know they're talking like it's just yeah. the worst. And yeah. anyway, I um. So yeah, this this really speaks to me, like what what you guys provide, and so anyway, that's why we're doing this. So what? So you said kind of you told me. I feel like I'm kind of confusing like this podcast with what you've already told me. So I want to kind of go sure, through sure. all yeah. the things that you you do for people as far as templates, yeah, um, and maybe some scenarios uh, of what you provide. And actually, you sent me some before and after, so we can do yeah, that too. Yeah. So is that is the before and after from a template is or like just hey you send us what you have and then we can mix it and this is what it sounds like or both yeah so the before and after that you can show that I sent over to you is an example of a template okay and what that looks like is a, a church will come to us and say we want to upgrade the live stream and we we have a consultation call and we say okay what what do you want to do? What are you capable of? And how mm-hmm. can we help you? And usually it lands on one of two paths. Either they want a real-time live stream that airs at the exact time as their in-person service, and they want it to be current with their in-person service. In that case, then a template is what they usually land on. Yeah. And so what we okay. ask them to do is send us all of their tracks to multi-track all, all their services for like maybe four to six weeks so that they get their full band rotation Mm-hmm. over to us. So we have an individual channel and recording for every singer, guitar player, etc. Right. And, and so then we and mix, that might take some education too yes. for some of those people is, is how to yep. multi-track record. Um, exactly. Which if you're watching this and this is something you are at the beginning of, I'll link some videos below of some really good examples of that. Uh, yes. Of how to get started in multi-tracking. Anyway, just yep. letting them know. Yep. Nope, exactly. And with the digital console, typically it's a fairly mm-hmm. simple process, but if you've never been in a, a computer before or a DAW and you've never tried to route that from a board, it can be kind of confusing. So that that is step one, and we try and help guide people through that. Mm-hmm. Once they get us the files, we mix it all. And so when they get the template back in whatever DAW they choose, Logic, Studio One, Pro Tools, yeah. um, then what they're looking at is they're looking at Chad Guitar, Chad Vocal, Mm-hmm. Steven vocal, Steven guitar. They're looking at everybody. Each has their own channel. And then they can go through and just use the channels that are in rotation that Sunday, if that makes sense. Right. And that's exactly. kind of the that's the template path. And then, you know, we also ask them a bunch that, of questions like, will you have a, an engineer running this? 
or let me, let me stop you right to, there real quick. Yeah, go. That I, I don't. I want to highlight that point that even for somebody that is like, I want to do my own mix, and I'm learning things to be able to do that and become, you know, somebody like you. You have a separate channel for each person on your doll or your software. Yeah. Uh, not just that position. Yes. So it'd be like I have a Jackson. He's an electric guitarist. Jackson electric guitarist, and then I have a Bill who's also an electric guitarist. Bill has a channel. And yes, right. Usually their mix is going to be different from each other, or not their mix. Their yep. their, what, their signal, whatever they're sending, yes, is going to be yes. different. So I like that. I just wanted to highlight that. So sorry to cut for you off. For sure. There. Nope, that's great. It it is super important, and it yeah, it looks good. bigger, and it it looks more complicated. But when you sit down to mix, it is it, it is a such a step ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. to be there. So anyway, um, yeah, we ask them: Is this going to be manned by an engineer? Or is it going to have to just be static? And that kind of tells us how we need to mix it. Do right. we need to make it very tight and contained foolproof to where it doesn't matter how loud this guy sings, he's like, you know, he's going to be compressed against the glass? Or is there going to be an engineer back there who can move things and adjust things? If so, we'll leave it a little more natural. Stuff like right. that. We also like to ask, like, how big is your room? Are you playing with bundles or sticks? Because if we add drum samples, you know, we certainly don't want a 200 person church to have a snare drum that sounds like it's in Bethel, right? It's just, it's a disconnect <laughs> yeah. for the audience and it feels awkward to listen yeah. to. And so, tr- you know, trying to make it feel like this is a part of your church, an extension of your church. So that's, that's the template route. And then the other path that people land on is having us produce everything. And mm. this is for churches who want the, the highest quality product um, and don't want to pressure their team or their, yeah. their time with having to get all that done. And so what they'll usually do is they'll send us the raw stems right off of their board after a Sunday, multi-track again, yeah. everything raw. Um, we'll take it, we'll tune all the vocals, we'll edit some things if, if they want that as part of the you know package or service. We'll cover over mistakes, we'll get pastor's message all you know mixed, um, and we'll even do video. If, if they don't have the time to do video switching live or they want us to do it in post, we'll color grade all the footage, we'll mm-hmm. do all the video switching, and then they can take that file, um, the finished product, and they can stream it the following Sunday during their regular service times, um, which puts their online audience just one week behind the in-person service, but it still feels live because yeah. it's at the same yeah. time and you're airing it as if it were live. Or they'll opt cool. to do like a midweek, like we'll we'll air our Sunday service on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of churches do this as a way to keep people engaged too, because, you know, say you have services on Sunday morning, then everyone gets home from church. You air your service at 2 p.m. on Instagram and Facebook. All the people who just got home from church get to watch another service of yours. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're from a different church, but they're blessed by your ministry too in the afternoons. So it can be really profitable um, for the kingdom to, to air things at different times other than yeah. just on Through Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, 47 they'll also, yeah, outside exactly. of the church service or something like that. That's so, right. That's right. Anyway. And so, yeah, churches will also use that to upload to YouTube so people can just watch it whenever, or they'll use it for TikTok or social media content. So anyway, yeah, those yeah. are kind of the two paths that churches typically go with. That's cool. Let's go with the first path and that's the template. Yes, I want to play... We should be able to hear this over this stream as well, but uh, I'll put it in. I have to put it in post just because it'll yeah. sound so much better. Uh, I get you. But here, we'll, we'll try it anyway. Here we go. Cool. Into the night, Can you hear it? Wanting a 
little bit. So that's the, the switch there. Yep. And then back. Now are you just toggling on and off or are there other small changes happening? It's just toggling on and off. And just when I went and that's on, of course. So good. And this was at where? Rivers Crossing in Cincinnati. Sorry, that was at Rivers Crossing in Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. That's cool. That yeah, that sounds. You can clearly hear a different. And I've heard that first sound. I'll just play it one more time. I've heard this first sound so many times, uh, even from my own. Bit. Just that super like like this kind of sound. Yeah. Where uh, anyway, that's hard to explain. Them. Maybe squeezed or yeah. Uh, I don't know how to put in words sometimes, but it just feels like your your ears being covered, and then just everything just opens up, and you're hearing in 4K kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that sounds really good. Um, I, I I would like to say we we are almost there. As far as our our mix, but I don't. Know. I'd have to. I would love to just like let you have your way with it and just see where <laughs> how far back we actually were. But anyway, all right. Yeah. So I'm gonna just play that. You'll you'll hear the audio, but I'm gonna watch the video of this uh, at Seven Hills Church. It's the Christmas promo, and this is an example yep. of like you just taking the whole thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me play this. Just open it up in quick time here. All right, here we go. So I'm going to watch it and I'll put it on the screen for in post. And this was something that they took and posted as a, hey, come to. Yep, exactly. Uh, yep. So they, for... it was an in-person service, and then they also put it online just as extra content for people to watch throughout the year whenever they wanted to. Yeah. So. Okay. And then they recorded it all on SD cards, or did they did they switch it? So switcher? this is one where they did the video switching, they did and the video switching. we just did the audio on this one. Okay, so they handled all the video switching. You they you did the audio and then just sent it back and they layered it underneath and Exactly. And, and okay. they already had the video all done. Yep, that's right. That's cool. That looks good. I mean, they did the video, but um it sounded really good. I listened to the whole thing already, but Yeah, for sure. Um anyway, yeah. I you can clearly hear the difference in and yep. do you know the that first stream was that just the the raw stems coming in and you're just like all right just record the stems we'll take it and do or was that like how they actually would have tried to mix it on the, so the template side on the template one the before that you were hearing is we just ripped that same service that we mixed 
because what, what what happens is they stream the service and while mm-hmm. they're streaming they're multi-tracking and during the onloading process they send us those multi-tracks so they're still streaming them though their their old way and so mm-hmm. we just ripped off of youtube their old audio so that is the actual stream that's how it sounded when they streamed it live and then the mix the after is what we did with it when we mixed it for their template and that's how they sound now when they do live services. And you can go check them out. They sound really good. They're doing a wow. great job with it. Yeah. And um, what that, church that is that before one? and after, it's Rivers Crossing, Cincinnati. You said that. Yep. River, yep. Yep. Okay, cool. And that, that demo, the before and after, is a static demo. So it, it means that there's no faders being adjusted during the after sound. It's all just flat line mm-hmm. static. And that's just kind of what the mix sounds like by itself. And now the Rivers Crossing volunteers, they handle it all on their own. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they're mixing it every week and um, they're doing a great, really great job with it. So, yeah, let's hit that. Cause you were telling me uh, in our conversation earlier is when you mix the template, you guys pretty much flatline all the faders. Yep. So that way, your volunteers are just making minor adjustments, right? You're yes. you're doing all the the leveling basically through through gain and maybe other other things, but yep, mostly gain, yep, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So the I, you could say like the LMC style or the the unique way that we're trying to implement templates is the input gain coming into the DAW, which is directly connected to the board's gain in most cases, mm-hmm. is checked at the door essentially so when the signal comes from the board at whatever the front of house engineer had it set at and it goes into the daw the first plugin in the daw is usually just like some generic eq plugin Mm -hmm. and that plugin's only job is to adjust the gain coming into that channel and every channel in the template is gained to minus 10 and so then after that there's you know more plugins in the chain and we use those other plugins, the input and output gain of those plugins, to actually set the volume in the mix. Right. Because okay. we also want all the faders at zero. So yeah. when someone receives a template from us, all the gain is set to minus 10 on every channel, and every fader is set to zero. And that makes the volunteer experience much, much faster. Because all they have to do right. is sit down on a Sunday morning and say, okay, during sound check, we'll go through and click this plugin, minus 10, this plugin, minus 10. They don't have to remember... You know, there's no differences. It's not like yeah, kick yeah, is yeah. at minus 20 and vocals at minus five. Um, it's all the same. And then they just snap all the faders back to zero or, you know, maybe they're already at zero and they're, that's it. Then it's exactly how we intended it to be mixed. And then right. they can take the initiative after that and do minor adjustments all day long to make it for sure. right for that specific week, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When, when they're taking, when they're, what you're saying is like from week to week, they just want to reset it back and they know yeah. I'm resetting game back to minus 10 and I'm resetting uh, our faders back to, to unit or back to zero all the way across. Exactly. And now yep. it's what they originally mixed for us, basically yes. what you're saying. Yeah. That probably really helps that volunteer just to, to be able to go, all right, we got a new one in. Or could they just bring the, the template back as a, just to like reload the template, I guess. In a sense. Yeah, that's that is faster. Yeah, just don't I mean, save it after yeah. that Sunday. Just don't hit save and just exit out of it. And when you pull it back up the next week, it'll be right back to where it was. Pretty much, yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's cool. Yeah, I thought about going back to uh, Logic for our online mix just because I enjoy tinkering with it through the week and sure. just trying to make it better and better each week. And it's it's also an easier way to 
for volunteers to learn how to mix if they're wanting to learn yeah. that more than right. just operate it. They can like actually try to, you know, you could turn off all your plugins, be like, all right, give it a give it a try. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, that's a that's an extreme case. But I, I really love what you're offering. Is there something that we haven't touched on? In this? Man, I don't think so. I mean, other other than just that, you know, sometimes we'll just do a sermon, you know, we'll just do a sermon mm-hmm. every week for a church, get it mixed for them and, um, you know, try and get the babies crying out of the house mics and stuff. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and podcasts, you know, we produce podcasts too. A lot of churches do that and um, we'll, we'll do the video and audio for that if needed. But yeah, man, yeah. that's basically it. Um, we're that's just, good. we're here to help you sound great live. And we're working on a... I guess like a stock template mm-hmm. with all stock plugins and we're going to be shooting a video soon um with me mixing a, a new church that we're about to onload um okay. and we're going to film me mixing it and use that as kind of like an educational tool and then people can just buy that and and yeah, do it yeah. themselves if they want to they can learn the the LMC style and they can implement it on their own um okay. so I think that's going to be a really great thing too for churches who don't want to you know have to send it to us and get us involved they can you know, just get that template and do it on their own. Absolutely. Yeah. So what is one piece of advice? So if you have uh, young guys out there getting into mixing, live stream mixing, front of house, what's one or maybe a couple pieces of advice you would give them just to make their sound, I guess, better? Definitely. So I think the, the cliche advice is get it right at the source, get better source material. But Beyond that, I'll take it a step beyond that, because sometimes it's hard to know. If you've never been exposed to really excellent material, maybe you don't know what a really good snare drum should sound like through a mic. Um, mm-hmm. And so when you mic yours and you hear a lot of beef, you're like, oh, that, that is good, but maybe it's way too much beef and there's no crack and you just didn't realize it. So what I would recommend is to study. Um, study what good things sound like when they're mic'd. And a great way to do that would be to like download multi-tracks mm-hmm. off of some live record that you like from multitracks.com. And, you know, sometimes they'll have samples and stuff in there, sure, but you will get a much better idea of how that can sound. So that that's like advice number one is learn what good sounds like um, so that you're not chasing yourself in a circle trying to yeah. make it good when maybe it just never is. Um, the second thing is... Be careful about getting too heavy with processing too early in the mixing phase. So, for instance, when we pull up a session, the number one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put the kick where I want it to where it's, you know, at at a loud volume. And then I'm going to bring the bass guitar in, the lead vocal in, and one melodic instrument. And what that's going to help me do is it's going to help me set the low end at the right spot so it's not smashing against the limiter. And, and, and cramping and, and clamping mm-hmm. down on the mix. Um, but having the vocal in is also going to help me remember what's important so that I don't make this massive kick drum sound and bass sound that leaves no room for vocals and guitars. So right. it's all about context. You have to keep objectivity and context. So bring in the kick bass, maybe the snare, if you want to have something to juxtapose to the kick, and then bring the vocal and a one melodic instrument and just start with that. And when that sounds good, then bring in the pads, then bring in the tracks, the overheads. But all that stuff is secondary to making sure your kick, snare, low end, and vocal are going to be where you want them to be. So that's that would be my second that's, piece of advice. That's big right there. I like that. All right, so yeah. people can find you at the Livestream Mix Co. 
dot com, right? Dot com. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The livestreammixco.com. <laughs> and that's right. uh, as far as pricing and all that, that's all on there. Or they just contact you for Yeah, just for contact all that. us. The consultation calls are free. You know, we're happy yeah. to sit down and talk with you, find out what might be best for you. Some people, you know, we end up they don't even end up using us. We just tell them, hey, you know, you're doing fine. Just yeah. you know, buy this thing or try this. We'll listen to their live stream and be like, yeah, you're you're super close. Just do this. So, yeah, oh, really? give okay. us a call. Set up a set up a a call with us, and then we can kind of point you in the right direction. And if it comes down to you want a template from us or you want us to just handle your mixing, then yeah, it's kind of just on a, a you know per client basis what the price is going to be. Yeah, yeah. I think you gave me the best idea all day. Is just convince everybody, hey, we're just going to record and. This one will go live next week. I just, I don't know why I love that so much. It's like, yeah. it almost seems like a no brainer, but, but then again, you know, that does have to bring in some other elements. Like we could, we only have two cameras that were running live and we could throw in one or two more and mix those in, in post. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what what were we thinking? You know what I mean? Like we could, yeah. no, anyway. It, it is, it's the best of it's the best case scenario as long as, you know, a lot of church leadership really feels passionate that the live stream should be live so that when people yeah, tune in, yeah, they feel but, like this is happening really. My friends are there. I can see them in the crowd, you know. And so yeah, yeah. there is, I guess it just comes down to a matter of, of purpose, you know, yeah, is, yeah, the, is sure. your online content for like furthering the church's message or is it for shut-ins you know like what what is the live stream for and that kind of determines how you approach that but yeah yeah, i agree it is the best case scenario sounds so good and that's a good conversation for for the church staff to have is like what's the point of this like why are we spending money on live stream when we could just be doing it all here and people got to be here but that's just kind of not the world we're living in now and right you know, if people are sick or whatever, they do want to be able to tune into something. And it, it I, yep. I see what you mean, because if they were there last week and they're sick this week, then they're looking at the same message. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, yeah, I, that's I totally that get the that. downside. Yeah. yeah. But but that person that's a lot of people that look at your live stream just don't know your church and they're investigating. Exactly. Yes. And they don't have a that clue. Is the primary, that is the primary reason people watch live streams. And mm-hmm. a lot of churches, you know, have a congregation far outside their state. You know, some, mm-hmm. some people have, you know, you look at their analytics and they've got 87 people who watch in Africa every week and they've got 100 people yeah. who watch in Europe every week. And so if that's the point of the live stream is to get outside of the walls of your church and then, you know, obviously I always push using the content on social media because I think mm-hmm. it's underused by churches. But if you're trying to get some message snippets on TikTok or worship moments on Instagram, that is probably the best idea for that and that's so easy to just sit down watch the stream cut it up yep put it online i mean yep you know a minute or less at a time on yep exactly instagram and youtube but anyway that's another podcast i can go on for days about that but and i really appreciate you being here and being being a part of this and on the podcast or whatever this video ends up being (laughs) but of course man. uh, man this is some valuable information and uh yeah i hope people i hope everybody that watches this at least goes to the website checks it out and see what you can what you guys can do and you know maybe maybe you'll get a few calls within the next few weeks and uh yeah get some get some extra 
churches added on to to what you yeah. already have and yeah, man, I super appreciate you having me on. It's great to yeah. be able to talk about what we're doing, and I love what mm-hmm. love what you're doing too. Big fan of the channel. Oh, and yeah, you. I hope I people can it. find some value in this, whether they reach out to us or not. I hope that some things we said maybe got them thinking in a way yeah. um, that's going to help them improve or um, maybe cut off some some weight. You know, some people are yeah. carrying a lot of weight. Like we yeah, got to make this amazing and the best, but. <laughs> Sometimes when you cut that off and you're like, you know, let's just focus on in-person church. It's, it's really nice, you know? So whatever, whatever that is, whatever the Lord's speaking, you know? (laughs) Yeah, man, you're absolutely right. And yeah, I appreciate it. John, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. If you want to know more about John and what he does, go check out the link below. I got it all laid out for you and whatever else I talked about in this podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Remember, great worship leaders are always learning. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much, man. Cool, dude. Thank you so much. That was awesome.